This is Saturday, October 23rd. J.R.R. Tolkien gained interest all across the world when he began publishing his books. We're most familiar with The, the Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Now, shortly before World War II began, and long after Hitler had control of Germany, a German publisher reached out to Tolkien about publishing his books. Tolkien was interested, but there was a catch. For the German publisher to translate and release his book, he needed, Tolkien needed, to show some proof of his Aryan descent. Now, of course, this is what Hitler had told his people was at the bottom of wanting to get rid of people of other races. Hitler believed Aryans were the superior race. There was no one like them. And many of his people came to believe this lie. So here is part of the letter that Tolkien wrote back to that German publisher. Thank you for your letter. I regret that I am not clear as, what, as to what you intend by Arish. I am not of Aryan extraction, that is, Indo-Iranian, and as far as I am aware, none of my ancestors spoke Hindustani, Persian, Gypsy, or any other related dialects. But if I am to understand what you are inquiring, whether I am of Jewish origin, I can only reply that I regret that I appear to have no ancestors from among that gifted people. My great-great-grandfather came to England in the 18th century from Germany. So the main part of my descent is therefore purely English. Now here's our text for today. Colossians 3, 9-11 Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge and the image of its creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. I want to think about the last bit of our passage for today. As Paul talks about those in Christ being renewed in knowledge in the image of the Creator, well, he doesn't stop there. He says that everyone comes in need of this transformation, this renewal that can only take place through the gospel. No one is exempt. Now, of course, since the fall, people have believed that their family, their nation, their tribe, their race was the superior one. Other people need to get their act together, but not my people. We've got things right. We're pretty good people. Now, at their time in the world of Paul, barbarians and Scythians were considered uncouth and uncultured. They were the brutes of the world. But here we find them cataloged alongside everyone else. And he's saying that we were all alike. Now, his statement doesn't remove cultural differences or say that they don't matter. What he is saying is that we are all in need of grace. That people from every background need a restoration of the image of God in them. And as long as we can classify others below us, we can feel good in ourselves and not how, admit how extensive our sin is. Amazingly, the people that thought themselves superior over all the others and who sought to exterminate those they considered of less pure descent 
they perpetuated some of the most heinous crimes known across human history. Their actions revealed their need of grace and a restoration of the image of God in them. Now let's think of Tolkien for a moment longer. The book they wanted to publish in German was The Hobbit. It first came out in English in 1937. Isn't it beautiful how Tolkien populated Middle-earth in his story with all sorts of people, races of various kinds? (laughs) Furthermore, Tolkien was a Christian. He knew the deep truths about human sin and our need for redemption. And actually, in that little book, The Hobbit, he writes into his story the hero to be a hobbit, the weakest, and most resistant to adventures and risk. The message of the book was weakness made strong. And the surprising one among you, the one you discount and overlook, that may actually be the hero. It's really a beautiful story, isn't it? I love the response of Tolkien that he wrote to the German publisher. But it leaves the question with each of us. Do we see that each person needs grace? Do we see that we are all alike sinners in need of new life that only Jesus can provide. See, Paul's statement is humbling. He says, what I am talking about is for everyone. He, he takes the religious Jews and the idol-worshipping Gentiles and the slaves and free, and he puts them right next to each other. And we are there too, right next to the Aryans. What we learn is that the good news happens to be for everyone people we might consider worthy, and those we would deem unworthy. By the way, I myself, I'm in the latter category. Unworthy for sure. So the bad news is also for everybody the good news. We need grace. Without the goodness of God and the rescue of Jesus and the power of the Spirit of God, we we might become anything or anyone. We are alike trapped in sin without God. But rejoice, Jesus has come, the one that refused to classify himself better than others, who came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Yes, this means Jesus is needed by all, and Jesus brings life to everyone that comes to him. Let's pray. Forgive us, O Lord, for taking refuge in our goodness or our national heritage or our family background. We know that we are all alike under sin. Rescue us this day from the pride that would classify ourselves as better than others. Help us to rest, just simply rest, O Lord, in your love and rejoice in your salvation. For in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.